0: Welcome to the One Salty Great Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all those salty topics that people don't want to discuss. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm Phil. And we hope you enjoy. We are actually joined by a few other guests today, so this was a very spontaneous um, chat we've decided to do. We've tried, decided to go on Instagram and see who we can get on and do a little talk on innovation and isolation. So today we are actually joined by everyone, if you want to introduce yourself one by one.
1: I'm Indy, hello.
2: My name's Zuma. What's
0: up?
3: Um, hi, I'm Kirsty, which I think some of you might know me from a previous episode, but I'm back.
0: Yeah, Kirsty's back. She she loved it so much, she's decided she's going to come back again.
3: Well, Rohit asked me, so I, I couldn't say
0: no. Rohit! <laughs> That's good. That It just shows we have a good audience retention.
3: Oh, exactly, exactly. Like I've chosen to be here out of choice. Don't worry, Rohit.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not because I asked you in any way.
3: Oh no, no, definitely not.
0: <laughs> but um, I wanted to start off, I guess, by posing a very broad question, and I want to get everyone's opinions on it, as it were, because we've got people obviously from different industries and different fields in here. So, for example, Umar, you're you're in the creative industry. You do a lot of music videos and things like that, so this is you could you've got a good lot of input that we could delve into. Kirsty, obviously, you're a teacher, so this could also benefit from you as well. Mm. Um, so the question I want to I want to pose really is: Does isolation cause innovation? So is that a is innovation something that strives, and especially in this time where we're under lockdown and quarantine, is this something that stri- then strives? from being in isolation do all these good ideas come from that i suppose so what are your what are your guys takes on it
4: yes um, yeah.
2: who wants to start <laughs> first
3: well i, I okay. was gonna leave it i was gonna leave the floor to someone else because i i think we're probably best to go last
0: <laughs> phil well, phil you talk you you lead us
5: okay so one of my um one of my favorite bands, yeah. um, Bon Iver. Does anyone know Bonnie Iver?
3: Yes, yes.
5: Ooh, whoop, whoop. Okay, so we're um, to go see them. well, yeah, we were supposed to go see them this month, but they obviously cancelled, and
4: next luckily
5: they got it rescheduled for next year.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: But um, back in 2008, 2009, Justin Vernon, who's the lead singer of Bon Iver, he but essentially isolated himself about three to four months in the middle of Vermont in a recording studio. Produce one of, hands down probably one of the best albums i've ever heard um when you speak to kind of oh sorry when you listen to other guys that talked about the album as an inspiration they say it's a it's a piece of genius and um even 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 our favorite mr Wester said that justin vernon is his favorite artist of all time wow so you know it proves that you know when you isolate yourself you can work on great stuff and you know have ideas flowing and um well yeah the the idea of isolation produced one of the greatest albums i've ever heard
2: yeah um yeah to add on that like yeah i think uh you're right because Kanye West has done exactly the same thing for like a few projects and he's flown in like different creatives to like work alongside him and you know flown the back out when you know they're not needed and whatnot but yeah
5: i think think he i think he did that for his my beautiful dark twisted fantasy
2: uh, yeah yeah that was a project yeah cuz i think he was yeah. going through a lot of like uh criticism from like the media and stuff and it was kind of under watch after the whole taylor swift thing
4: yeah
5: and that and that kind of resurfaced did you see in the news it resurfaced yeah. again but no one did
2: <laughs> yeah so he kind of like <laughs> went away and like redid like his whole music and whatnot
5: so, just for the sake of the people that are listening, we are in lockdown, so everyone has to stay at home unless it's non-essential travel outside. So, everyone is under this kind of feeling of, um you know, where the days are merging into one. Oh, we can't yeah. tell whether it's a Sunday or a Wednesday.
4: Oh, yeah. I completely cool. yeah, I've it's completely
0: so
3: bad. I've got I've got work tomorrow because I'm currently going in like once a week at the minute. And I completely feel like this is like the Sundayest of Tuesdays ever. Like everyone <laughs> is feeling like every day is a Sunday, or it's like something really boring. Um, I, I mean, personally, I kind of feel almost like isolation has made me more productive. So definitely, I can see it's more innovative to be isolated in a way. I don't know if that's the same with everyone else, but I've been more productive I, I... now in terms of what I want to do and. Kind of looking at my future than I have for the whole past five months. I swear.
5: Absolutely, because it—you know what it is—it obviously it eliminates that whole like, right? I can't go to gym. Mm-hmm. I can't go to town. I can't do this. I can't do that. And makes you kind of focus on what you really need to be focused on because you know, like people that procrastinate, mm-hmm. um, you know, unless they procrastinate about procrastinating, they have got nothing else to procrastinate oh, exactly, about. Yeah. So, so you have to do the things that matter to you. And I mean, one of the things I've always wanted to do was. Um, you know like pick up on like st- start learning spanish oh yeah um so i've i downloaded a pdf and i was just going through it um so i've I'm, I'm using it to obviously you know pick up the you know 128 most basic words that's used in everyday kind of sentences and kind of building it around that right. um okay. so i've started that making notes and um yeah see how long i can that's um excellent at- how fluent I can get in a couple of months, which is probably not much at all. But No,
3: no, don't, like, ever underestri- underestimate that. Whatever you learn, it will go and sink into your brain. And then you'll see it and you'll understand it and be like, wow. Like, language learning just works that way. You learn loads of words and then you don't actually realise you've learned them until you see it. And you're like, I know what that means.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So one thing um, I want to touch on that I found recently is, obviously, we are now in abundance of free time. We have masses of free time. We don't have to commute to work. Some, well, some of us don't have to commute to work. Some of us are working from home and things like that. Some people are on furlough leave and things like that. So one thing I found is obviously we now have this abundance of free time. So we are in that position where we can now say, so ordinarily when we're ordinarily working, we would say things like, oh, I don't have the time to do this. I'm too busy. I'm too this. I'm do that. I can't do this sort of thing, don't we? That's like just the mm-hmm. standard natural human reaction so now we've got all this free time i think now is the perfect opportunity to push forward with those things because you have no excuses oh you, yeah you it's li- like now
3: th- we'll never you,
0: yeah you literally have no excuses for not doing that thing you said you couldn't do when you were working in it's, the office
3: it's because life is so, so you- yeah, it's full of excuses right here. you always go no, I've got work today, I can't do that, or actually I'm going to be too tied down, I'm going to be too busy. Now, exactly. we've got no nothing holding us back. You're working from home, you're flexible. You can't like keep saying, no, I'll do that like next year, I'll do that next month. It's You have the time now.
0: Exactly. So I think one thing people have now been taking for granted, as it were, is that free time. So mm-hmm. before beforehand when working, all we'd live for is free time.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Now all we have is free time, so it's become yeah, but it's become less valuable. So people,
4: but,
5: but do you, but do you think too much free time is bad? Because like you know, you know, if you have a habit of, you know, when you are busy like scrolling through your phone, do you think this free time will exacerbate it and make it worse? And you know, you're sitting there for hours and doing it.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So um, that's that's just one of the things I've seen online. So. The, it's that free time that people are now taking for granted rather than using it to do those things that they said they wouldn't. You can't... go. You but can't, can I tell, yeah, continue. You but, carry on.
5: But can I tell you, like, a, a bad... Okay, so there's a, there's a couple of good things and a couple of bad things. So,
0: Sook's just joined, so welcome to Sook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Phil, carry on. There's a bit...
5: Okay, <laughs> so, so um, one of the issues of this whole like lockdown isolation thing is you know when people are bored and like i said just scrolling and scrolling on facebook or instagram or whatever i've been sent a few text messages from people spreading what i would say is fake news
0: oh don't get me started on that
4: yeah,
5: okay news. so, so I, I was sent i was sent pictures of, yeah, you get this it's quite funny but i've like, got yeah. some pictures of um construction workers putting up masts and the caption is they're putting up 5g <laughs> masts while we're all under this lockdown pandemic and I looked at the photos and I texted back. I was like, "Okay, this doesn't say, or this doesn't suggest that it's in the UK. um It doesn't really suggest much at all." And uh, I was like, "It's just, it's just fake news." So you have a lot of kind of fake news circulating, especially at a time of like hype. Yeah,
4: yeah so I think I've been
2: does... seeing stuff like the radiation from like five G towers killing off a lot of wildlife. I'm not sure if that's true, but yeah, kind of links. <laughs>
0: yeah so what i was just saying what i was just saying is obviously you you know you get these memes about like um asian parents as it were who would send um those random things to say like oh this is how you get coronavirus things like that
4: yeah
0: have you experienced those you must have experienced
2: those yeah definitely
0: (laughs) so like the amount of crap flying around on whatsapp is ridiculous there's is,
3: there so much crap going around about also how to prevent it like if you have yeah a, there's this whole like oh this is coming from the leading expert or like a nurse working in china or something like these are the steps you need to take and it's almost it's like, like the yeah. false news is damaging it's yeah it's
0: like sorry susan i didn't realize you weren't <laughs> but um what i want to go on to a bit more detail is is obviously the innovation side of things now mm-hmm. so we are in this, we are stuck in this period of lockdown there is nothing we can do we are we need to make the most of it so um one thing i want to get six input because he's also a teacher he's been affected by this as well as you kirstie
3: oh wow okay so i've got a fellow teacher in the room
0: yeah the one thing um is obviously, look you are a p teacher
4: yeah correct
0: so um, you were you were in the news today. Congratulations, that's a big thing. Do you want to explain that to everyone else? Um, explain a bit about yourself, and then obviously how the isolation has affected you. Yeah,
5: it's, um, so I'm doing home PE lessons at the moment for my kids, um, making sure they're active. So it's through YouTube videos.
4: Um, I'm also doing uh, all the PE planning as well. So someone from the Reading Chronicle. Um, a reporter uh,
5: got in touch with me, asked me a few questions and uploaded something online a couple of days
2: ago. So that's quite, quite a big thing for me, to be fair.
0: So obviously in terms of now, you would you have done this if you weren't in isolation?
4: No, no, I wouldn't have. I mean, I mean so... as
3: teachers, it's we're already kind of stretched so much. That now it's kind of allowing that extra time for the extra content to be created. That's what I think at the moment. This is what it's given us as teachers time to do.
5: Yeah, definitely. Um, because the teachers, they're working non stop with kids. And then they've got to deal with some parents too, either before or at the
4: end, as well as the workload.
0: So in that sense, it's given you a lot of time to be able to go through and do what you want and actually get that new platform and develop those ideas. So what I i don't know how many people like you've seen that. Like, so Umar, have you managed to see with your um, music videos and stuff, have you seen a rise in production of music?
2: Well, to me on this, like, I feel like the creative industry right now is pretty much like not moving anywhere because everything really requires like, A lot of people during productions, for example, music videos. A lot of people would want music videos, but they require a lot of people on production, and you know, a lot of people hands-on. So you can't really go out and execute those videos. So like, people on the standstill, especially with like DJing, DJs. Like, they can't really you know get bookings because you know the clubs are closed. Um. Yeah, man, like photographers have, they can't really
3: have you seen on um Twitch though, you have like I've seen loads of DJs um with their own Twitch accounts and they're doing kind of live yeah. sets and there's it's so obviously they're fi- trying to find other ways to um get their content out there and stuff, which is really good. Um, but I've been mm. even watching some myself because this quarantine mm. is driving me a bit crazy. Uh, but it's really nice to see that some of the creative industries are trying to go through other like non-traditional ways, such as Twitch, which is usually gaming. But now yep. it's like an explosion of DJs. So, let, let's, start off with, let's start with
5: each and every one of you. So Rohit, what is something that you've put on the back burner and thought, I'll do it you know, next month or next month that you've decided... Maybe I've got so much free, free time now that I'm just going to get on with it now. Because you are by far the busiest person I bloody know. Always, always <laughs> exams, 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 man. It's like you've got more degrees than a thermometer.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Um, no, so what I've been putting off is I bought like 12 books a couple of months ago. So I'm going to continue re- get back into reading. So I want to finish them.
5: What what books are these? Are they about, like, kind of self-help, power?
0: They're, like, development books, I guess. So um, one of them is Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow, What They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School, just various business development books, I guess. Um,
5: Have you got one by Jordan Peterson? What's it called? Um, Well, you might hear some typing in the background.
4: (laughs)
3: Oh are you researching Phil?
5: I am. I I feel like um as if I'm on a This list. is a
0: Joe Rogan style. This is a Joe Rogan style podcast now as a visual.
3: Oh Joe Rogan. I've heard so much about this Joe Rogan. Can you explain just a bit more right here? Yeah, he's a
5: he's a he is a UFC oh, commentator, but on <laughs> the side he's got a, a podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience where like us he discusses everything and anything as well um he's done some really interesting podcasts he's had this podcast with a scientist that used to work in area 51
4: oh
3: okay um,
5: he's done podcasts with vegans with people that are on a um you know like a meat only diet um he's done podcasts with you know elon musk uh dan bilzarian i don't know if you know who that is
3: no it's just, it's just i was recommended it by a friend so i just didn't know you know if it was having a, it. a listen but the
0: rumor the, has it he might be coming on here soon really has-
3: if he is i'll be here
5: <laughs> but <in> his <laughs> podcasts are like minimum two and a half three hours long
3: but like are they engaging does he find like a way to kind of keep it going keep the conversation moving
5: absolutely yeah yeah um, right joe, yeah joe, joe rogan's pretty good he's he's a, he is a top-rated podcast um is he
3: inspo uh, for one city grape
5: a little bit, especially with this research bit where we have to jump on the laptop. Anyway, I have got the name. The name of the book is called Twelve Rules of Life, which is really funny because Rohit's got twelve books for life. <laughs>
4: is that all you first, read?
5: One of the first rules, actually, because uh, I have read a chapter of this book, is tidy your room.
4: Yeah,
0: I, I vouch for that one. I agree with that principle. Because, because
5: a lot, it's... a lot of psych- psychologists say that your room reflects your mind.
0: See yeah, me. tidy. Yeah, tidy room, tidy oh, mind.
3: Oh dear.
5: Oh dear, Kirstie, I'm looking around.
3: I'm looking around, and I'm slightly <laughs> worried about what's going on in my mind right now. But that, that's me. I'm not. It's like I can't stand being in a perfectly organized room because my nature is disorganized. Like in my free time, I'm disorganized, but at work, I'm completely the opposite. It's weird. Is that just me?
0: Like, I think that's just you. Uma, what do you think?
2: No, to be honest, um. I think it's true.
0: <laughs> but
2: mine's a bit extreme. I literally don't like having anything out <laughs> at all.
3: <laughs> oh, my. See, I'm the complete opposite. So, like, everything it.
2: needs to be packed away.
5: Oh, I, couldn't,
3: like, I couldn't live like that. Away. I'm the complete opposite.
2: I don't like posters or anything in my room. and Yeah.
5: My, my, my T-shirts that are hung up in my wardrobe, they are in colour order. <laughs>
3: oh, my. I really do not have high standards of my room. Do I?
5: <laughs> So, okay, so Rohit, you've got the 12 books you're going to read. Kirsty, yeah. is there anything that you feel uh,
3: like... You know... Well, like, I don't know if I discussed this with you last time, because it's quite relevant to, like, my career and where I want to be. Um, but at the minute, like, I've just been doing kind of as much as I can towards my future. So I've been trying to uh, apply for, like, a master's that I want to do, get that all sorted. Um and kind of figure out how I'm going to balance between doing work and that. So I'm trying to do a bit of my teacher work now. So then next year I can have a slightly easier year to do my masters. So I've actually been quite productive towards kind of the long term goals of where I want to be,
0: which is good. So yeah, it's, it,
3: it's good. But you work.
0: as Sorry? a teacher, you'd naturally, as a teacher, you'd have naturally pu- pulled it off. Pushed it away until oh yeah busy I can 't be asked blah, blah 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 oh
3: yeah, like I know, for instance, next year, if I do my master's part time online, like beside my work working full time it's going to be really hard, but i've taken advantage of this time that i 've got now due to like the unprecedented circumstances, as everyone says um. Which is going on. I'm going to use this time to smash all my teaching planning and everything. So then when I am next year doing my master's, I've got that progression at the same time. And it's going to help me, even if it doesn't get me to where I want to go, it's going to help me move up and have kind of more academic, uh, what's the word? more academic prospect and profile for me in the future. Because really what I want to do is is teach other um, students to teach. So <laughs> that's the end goal. And to get there, I need a master's. That's why I'm going to do it now.
0: That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. What, about you? what about you, Mo? What are you doing in this isolation time? To...
2: Well, to be honest, I had a lot of goals. They've been set back for now. <laughs> but to be honest, I've just been focused on, on networking and just, you know, researching different creatives, like works and just different artists and whatnot, so I could implement different like mediums into my work. Branching out a little from filming if that makes sense. Yeah. And like just looking into different art forms and whatnot and just planning different projects that I wanna do as like on the hobby side of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's one thing for like photography I wanna like be more experimental. So I'm like looking into like different artists than you know like planning and, like organizing shoots that I could potentially like do after all this is done and using this as like a prep time
3: mm-hmm. yeah i completely feel that as well prep time it's definitely
0: it's definitely a good time to start practicing things and to get things under your belt so one thing yeah. one thing me and phil thought was oh that this is really done the podcast but actually it's actually made things a little bit easier hasn't it in terms of because what we originally had was the issue of getting people together in one central location to be able to record.
5: Exactly. And now we've totally, we've totally eliminated
3: Well, that. I feel like that's why yeah. it brings like this innovative attitude, because you think of ways to get around the problem. And usually the best kind of ideas are things where you have a problem and you need to overcome it. So maybe yeah. that's why you've, you've kind of found a better way to do it. And I personally think it's better like that because then, you know, you you're just hearing what someone's saying. You can't you don't have the whole interaction like in person. Um everything is communicated through the voice as well it needs to be.
5: Okay, so what is everyone doing to keep themselves sane? Obviously, my wife and I are going for daily walks and making sure we just carry on talking to each other.
1: That's nice. So,
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, And home workouts. We're doing a lot of home workouts as
5: well. Yeah,
1: shout out Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks. Are you
0: finding... Yeah, are you enjoying those workouts?
1: Uh, I mean, we're not doing the ones for uh, for the people, are we?
5: Yeah, we're not doing the PE ones, we're just doing doing ones that he's done previously.
0: Yeah, so how are you finding those then?
5: Uh, yeah, pretty tough. Pretty, I think you can just—they're they're challenging as they're, as you make them to be. Um, but yeah, no, just, try and do one uh, a day. And also, the other thing is, you know, you could literally just be at the at your fridge every five minutes. Uh, oh yeah. yeah,
1: definitely. That's the downside of being at home. I think we we look forward to. We love food anyway. But we have constantly, we rev- our lives have revolved around the next meal, haven't they?
4: Absolutely. And
1: we've been eating way more than we usually would if we were in the office, maybe. Um, that's my, that's the downside for me, I think, of being at home.
0: Yeah,
4: I've rediscovered cereals,
0: so we've uh, started
1: brand
5: flakes.
0: What I've been doing is I've been pigging out on snacks and crap, basically, oh, okay. so I've got- Chocolate, whole pack of buttons.
3: Chocolate buttons yeah. are the
0: best.
5: Yeah, but Ro, you've got one of those uh, bodies where you could eat you know, 10,000 calories and you're still good.
0: Yeah, I know. But to be fair. In terms of... <laughs> <laughs> so
1: why are you complaining?
0: Yeah, but I don't want to eat crap because I don't want to feel good. I don't, you don't feel good with it, do you? <laughs> exactly, you
1: don't yeah. want to feel good or you don't want to you... not feel good.
0: <laughs> You don't want to feel bad. Yeah, they you feel do. bad when you eat it, don't you?
3: Well, no, I, I, I feel good, and then I feel bad afterwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: Indy and I have finished off a. You know, one. You know, the big slabs of dairy milk. Oh, don't. Oreo
3: chunk. We finished off yeah. ourselves with a nice cup of tea. It was
1: so satisfying at the time, but afterwards, I agree, Kirsty. I felt bad.
3: Yeah, it. no, I I don't know what it is. You just you you're so bored that you just need something, some serotonin to just keep, it going, <laughs> keep the motivation going, you know, stay home. You can, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to eat that chocolate bar and then go to bed. bad.
5: It leads me on to my next point of Wim Hof.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: That's another thing that we've been doing, isn't it? Yeah.
4: Wim Hof? Wim Hof is,
0: Vim Hof? Vim Hof is a really is good... It? It's very good. It's, I've done it... I've only done it once, but when I did do it, it was really what, good.
1: Kids,
5: did, explain you, did, you, to me. did you download the app? Right
0: no, I, I, followed the, I followed the YouTube video.
5: How did you feel when you did one round, let's say? I oh, know, I did. Idea. Okay, so, all right, so explain
0: what it is. Uh, you, you're probably better off to explain it because you've done more than I have. <laughs> but what, from my understanding, it's a breathing technique. He's a
5: technique. Wim Hof advocate. Vim, Vim Hof. Uh, so, yeah, Kirsty, Umar, Wim mm-hmm. Hof, yeah, is a uh, Dutch guy, and I'll just name some of his feet. He's climbed <laughs> um, Everest and Kilimanjaro in a pair of shorts and nothing
3: else. Uh, no, uh, this guy's subhuman. Be-
5: um, so and he's he's done a he's done a, a half marathon across the Arctic Circle in a pair of shorts, um, and oh I think he's got God. the world record for swimming under a sheet of ice the furthest distance sixty meters. So basically, he's managed to control his internal core temperature by just breathing, and he's got a set of techniques of how he actually does it. And um, I, I watched his um, interview with Russell Brand mm-hmm. um, on Under the Skin.
4: Yeah.
5: Uh, also, if you don't listen to Under Skin, listen to Under the Skin. Okay, I'll Russell write
3: Brand. that down in my little. It's <laughs> it's
5: amazing. Yeah, Russell Brand is like one of my favorite guys now.
0: Yeah, I never used to like him, but his he's podcasts very, are incredible. He's
3: very intellectual. Like I've always taken that out about him because he just, oh. he speaks up on so many issues. If you've seen him on on Facebook, he does even Facebook videos and he just speaks so eloquently and really he's really I, intelligent.
1: I always learn so many new words when I hear him
3: speak. Yeah, he's, ver- he's yeah. very very like educated, even though he probably yeah. doesn't seem like he is, he definitely is. And-
1: and I feel like he talks a lot of sense. Mm. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Great he, to the point. Like he's so relatable because I think he's been he's been through a lot in his career, mm-hmm. recently, and I think he just seems like such a genuine guy. And I I feel like I can relate to him. Oh yeah, definitely. Talks.
5: So so um yeah so he did, he had an interview so yeah he does podcasts but in this one particular podcast he had an interview with Wim Hof. so it's a guy I just described. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously learned yogic practices from you know eastern traditions and essentially what it is is you want to do so if you can you can practice you can go on youtube and type in vim hoff that's w-i-m Hof, hoff h-o-double-f um breathing technique and essentially he wants you to do 30 deep breaths i'm, I'm talking like <gasps> oh no
4: then, so
3: if
5: you do 30, <laughs> if you do 30 of them yeah uh, then on, on your last breath if you expel all your air And just kind of hold it for about a minute, a minute and a half, or as long as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. And then when you let the breath back in uh, for 15 seconds, and then you just carry on as normal uh, after that.
4: I feel
3: like that would Uh, make you pass out um yeah,
0: some people do some people do yeah, <laughs> back in school I, I mean like... I've,
3: I've tried, I've <laughs> tried breathing exercises that. before like that like I don't know if you have something called headspace which is, like very good for um kind of mental health, like breathing and stuff like that I've used that before and I always yeah. I don't know if it's me but I always find it very hard to kind of get in tune with the breathing I feel like most of the time it actually makes me panic more to concentrate on my breathing than it does to calm me down
5: I, I think a, a one one big thing about kind of breathing meditative exercises is that when you uh, when you meditate, um, your mind wanders a lot. It starts thinking about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, yoga teachers tell you to bring your concentration back on the breath, um, which is which is funny because when you do this method, because you're breathing so um, extravagantly, mm-hmm. you've got nothing to concentrate but on the breath. Um, but you do get but the, the the thing is those thirty deep breaths they cause oxygen enrichment, so that 's why you can hold your breath on the last breath for up to two and a half minutes now, if any oh. other person had no oxygen to their brain in two and a half minutes, uh, you can get brain damage um, mm-hmm. but anyway this method the the, the the reason that he does it and prescribes it is because it puts your auto um, autoimmune system so the immune sorry not sorry your auto um, your auto <laughs> atomic
3: atomic um, responses nervous system yeah sorry. Nervous system, yeah. <laughs> so,
5: yeah so your, your atomic nervous system is stuff like you know your heartbeat mm-hmm. you don't control that it just does it on its own stuff, next, yeah. Ex- yeah exactly so to an extent your your um, gut digesting food um he's basically saying that you know with this breathing method and technique you can have uh a conscious control over it by basically stressing um, a part of your brain your primitive brain to a point where you can actually have control over the amount of white blood cells you produce what? so back in back in 2014 um, this is all on the podcast with russell brown mm-hmm. um, he was injected with this um, batch of e-coli that causes severe um, sickness and reaction in 60,000 patients that they did it in mm-hmm. when they did it to vim Hof. Nothing, and when they drew his blood work and had a look at it, it was unchanged. Um, he had a, He had more white blood cells to basically counteract the actual um, bacteria that they injected in him. anyway, Doctors said that you know you 're a freak of nature you 're a one off guy and then Bimhoff turned around and said, "All right, give me thirty days. He took ten random people and said i 'm going to teach you this breathing technique after the thirty days. They went back to the uh, laboratories and they injected each one of those pupils with the same bacteria and same response that they had no response to the they had no um uh, you know significant reaction to the bacteria um but you know if you look at conspiracies and things like that he's suggesting i've got a method that can help over- overcome depression anxiety disease autoimmune disease mm-hmm. um but the, pro- the but the reason that it's not um propagated and and advertised is because it's a free method and pharmacy companies lose out big on um you know drugs. free methods
3: yeah because they're not going to make any money from the drugs they're selling to pipe exactly yeah. <laughs> so, anyway,
5: yeah so I'm, so I've also been doing that in my, in, in my free time here, the kind of Vimhof breathing technique.
3: I mean, as as good as it as it sounds, like from a personal standpoint, like I I don't know if I would truly be able to concentrate as much as probably the next person doing that. Like for me, that sounds not. It sounds like yeah, it's good, the benefits, but it sounds quite unappealing to me. Or is that just? It's probably just my opinion. <laughs>
5: I, I i guess um until you've experienced mm-hmm. yeah. it, i think and uh, then it's your experience exactly it's, it. it's
3: probably just the ignorance not because of um obviously the benefits and stuff like that but just because of the way i've had done it in the past and obviously i, I haven't had that kind of experience with it
5: absolutely yeah it's, it's all it's all down to kind of individual experiences exactly exactly but uh Uma, have you had, have you given this a go
2: not at all, to be honest. <laughs> but, like, yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, like, on this sort of type of level. Obviously, I've had that, like, you know, in terms of, like, helps anxiety and whatnot, but not the whole white blood cell thing. <laughs>
4: it's crazy. That uh, it sounds
2: pretty cool. So, Rohit, you said you've tried it a couple of times. How did you feel about it?
0: I did, yeah, I did it, um, I want to say, like, what, maybe a month ago? <laughs> I did... <laughs> I did what was it? Five rounds or something? No. Five or three rounds? Five or three rounds? Did you pass out. Nah, but you feel really good. Airy. You feel high.
3: high. You, you do feel high. You Feel elevated yeah. in your like in your elements.
0: You, yeah, no, the, I don't know. The thing what is, it
3: is. It's
5: supposed to. It's supposed to invoke your natural
3: serotonin levels. Oh, okay.
5: And your dopamine, because obviously the, that's the stuff that obviously gives you a happy mm-hmm. high. It's, it's it. the
3: addictiveness of happiness. Absolutely. call like it. But uh, this this has definitely gone off topic of what. We...
0: <laughs> yeah, we've gone on more of a more of a just isolation topic, which yeah, I'm not too. I'm not too disappointed it, it's about. A music.
3: healthy tangent. It's a healthy tangent. Yeah,
0: we're still broadly so, but... on the same topic. Yeah.
5: Because um... we talked about a little bit in the previous podcast with the teachers about um, the shining. Because I mentioned the shining. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> And and that was obviously due to a guy's isolation, he went crazy. So what do you think isolation is doing to people's mental states? Have you have you heard from other people? Um,
0: I think it's both good and bad because what people find is they're obviously sat on their own for a more prolonged period of times. And yeah. in that sense, that they have more time to overthink things and overcomplicate things.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, definitely anxiety can be pretty bad during this time you've got no one there to reassure and then you've got kind of messages are not the same as communicating in real like in real life so you can't really tell if someone's annoyed at you or angry it kind of makes your anxiety go quite bad I think that's what social media does in general it's like having for every interaction you have outside of your house
0: so one thing that we've I think Kirstie you can back me up on this Mm -hmm. one and then I'm going to touch on another topic in a second but um, one thing that we've obviously learned is it's taken a pandemic to get our friendship group to actually do things together.
3: Yeah, it's so, so ironic, like almost the, end of the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, since all of this has begun, everyone started talking a lot more. They've started to video call a lot more. We started to play games together and do things together and things like that, which yeah. realistically beforehand we wouldn't have done. Yeah, but then that's,
2: that's really true.
3: It's because we were uh, in like excuses. You, you always go, no, I've got work. Sorry, I can't hang out. No, or I've got exams. exams. Oh, sorry, I'm Rohit. I need to go to the gym. <laughs> there's always an excuse. But now there is no excuse. You have no excuse for not sending that message. You have no excuse for not replying. Everyone is in the same boat. Like, And it's taken this long, Rohit, hasn't it, for us to yeah. actually, uh, connect with um, each other again. And it feels good.
0: But then I think, have, you, have you guys...
5: Have you guys heard of a um, scientist called James Lovelock? Uh,
3: yes, it rings a bell.
2: Nope. Yes, yeah, so, uh,
5: <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote a book and a thesis about um, the, the, uh, the Earth being an entity in itself, like an organism. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he calls it Gaia. And uh, it's about when, um, you know, so, so in this situation, we've had this kind of, you know, virus. And whether you think it's a conspiracy, whether it's government-created or whether it's mm-hmm. a natural occurrence... It's actually made us stop and smell the roses and appreciate what life really should be about. Exactly. It definitely
3: definitely has. Like, I feel that in myself. Like, now I've kind of taken this opportunity, like we've said, to kind of think, whoa, what am I doing? What Like, even to do with, like, my friendships and stuff like that. Like, what am I doing? I need to make sure I fix this. So then when everything goes back to normal, I can kind of get on with things a bit better and be a bit happier and appreciative. I'm going to appreciate going... Weather weatherspoon <laughs> for a pint so much I'm, I'm gonna instagram it i don't even instagram things that much but i'm gonna instagram my first pint and i'm gonna be so happy about it
4: Yeah, but that's it, it's old really old brought
2: old. out the true colors though to be honest um like for example like just showing how animalistic people can get um, what about weatherspoon pints? but it's also like now that we've come together as a community, now that it's kind of settled into the lockdown. Oh, yeah. That, you know, we actually need to appreciate yeah, one the thing people I'll... around us and like our behaviour yeah, towards so people Yeah, the one thing I wanted
0: to touch on, yeah. obviously, Umar, me and you talk a lot off, off a group chat as well. And then um, there's been instances where things, where uh, people will behave in a different manner now yeah. If I'm say if I'm saying that correctly and then you obviously there's that line isn't there but people don't know that line and it it like you say it shows a different side to people doesn't it?
2: Yeah, definitely. But now that we like have this time like away from like the human interaction you can say like, we could, like, really evaluate how we actually treat each other and, like, you know, yeah, neglect one another. Exactly. And not only, like, people we know, but, like, people that we don't know, like, that we need to start thinking about, you know, people around us, even though, like, you know, being, you know, young, like, some other people might have elderly, so we can't, you know,
4: just,
2: like,
3: Exactly, it's, it's about, about that. So it's true. about the wider community. Yeah, it's about like how your effects will then have a knock-on effect to someone else's family or just butterfly effect.
4: The butterfly yeah. effect.
3: This is exactly. I sent a yeah. message to my tutor group, um saying about like saying to them like, although you might think it's boring, although you might not be doing much at the minute, your effect of you staying at home. Is the butterfly effect? You're going to have so much of an effect on what's going to happen in this world if you stay in. Because I don't want the people yeah. on the street causing issues, spreading the potential virus to everyone. Um, so like there is a massive effect we have by doing this and it's about being more considerate of each other i guess that's what's going to happen after we're done with this whole scenario we're going to have so much more of an awareness of how our individual actions affect strangers those around us and in even the people we love that sometimes we don't treat as well as we should be
0: yes i think it's obviously been what it's been you you learn the good sides of things and the bad sides of things in that sense don't you because oh we've seen the animalistic tendencies to people to completely stock up and stop oh, other yeah. people, right. stop by other people's food sort of thing That's but, ridiculous. Then you also see, but you also see how they've all pulled together so yeah. for example the nhs volunteers
3: yeah but i so- i I do understand there's always going to be two sides. There's always going to be those who are selfish and are just out for themselves. And then there's going to be the complete opposite of people that are just completely selfless. Like, I am um, currently taking part in one of the, the groups. Do you I'm know back. one of the self aid groups? I'm back now. Oh, hi. <laughs> I
2: disconnected. What's okay. this? <laughs>
3: Right I was I was saying I was taking part in one of these self help groups around the area and there are so many people in those groups that are just going out of their way to getting shopping for old people like complete shopping lists and everything and off their own backs there's no money there's no incentive there's it's just pure you know goodwill and there are people doing this without getting recognized like the NHS volunteer thing is excellent the seven, seven 150,000 people but there's also people in their local communities that are not being celebrated they're actually going out of their way and it's just it's ridiculous to see how you have the like you said roher the extreme of people stockpiling and fighting in supermarkets and that and then two, exactly absolute animals and then you've got the other extreme of people going out of their way to help the elderly in their community it's just like there's always good and bad and everything, but that's just crazy how it can pull us together as much as it can tear us apart. Yeah. Scary. Yeah,
2: this one kind yeah, of feels exactly. like does like if anything bad was to ever happen to the world, there'll be different like sort of like breakdra- breakdown, breakdowns in groups and like subcategories and like society, like how people like want to survive. If that makes sense. Hmm. You know, but some it, could be it, selfish. Some might support others and stick together. Yeah,
3: exactly. And yeah. and I'm just saying, like, if you're there to help others, hopefully, this is what I think. Hopefully, someone will do the same for you one day. Like maybe when we're seventy, eighty, or whatever. And something else comes for us. And we, we're terrified, which I'm sure many old people are right now, terrified to leave the mm. house. Maybe, you know, some 20-year-old's going to come and help me with my prescription. Or maybe they're going to help me with my shopping. Or they're going to help me with this. That's what I like to think in my head, you know. Yeah. Someone yeah. will repay. Every, every good deed you do gets repaid. Not that you ask to receive anything, but you've got to keep repaying the good deed.
0: Just keep Ooh. plucking along and everything will work out.
3: Like you know, people have done for you, you've got to do it for others.
0: I think that's a, a nice little point to end on, actually. Then, but um, the way we always end these obviously, this was a completely off topic, <laughs> randomly spontaneous Instagram With,
3: fuel uh, technical difficulties.
0: Always technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird not doing but, one piece to
3: piece Rohit. I'm I'm starting to think these technical difficulties are a common situation for you.
0: Hey, hey, hey.
3: Uh, You made me restart three or four times last time.
0: I worked out why that was. I worked out why that was. It's fine. It
3: was your fault. Uh...
0: So, the way we always end. So, obviously, Kirsty, you've been a part of the podcast before. You know how we end our shows.
3: I'm prepared. Uh, I'm ready.
0: Don't worry. We're going to have a different question for you in a minute. That we're going to start off with. We're going to start with Umo first.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh. So I'm going to ask <laughs> Umo a question, and then Phil's going to ask Kirsty a question, and oh. then I'll ask okay. Indy a question. So go for it, Umo. Um, oh, and Indy um, decide between yourself. who obviously wants to go first. Um, if you were to host a dinner party. With God, the same <laughs> question always, oh, it's oh, original. always oh, original. It's always yeah,
2: unoriginal. you really gonna ask this <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you were to have a dinner party with three ho- three guests, dead or alive, anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Ah,
2: oh, a tough one. Uh, I might go second. I need some do time.
1: <laughs> why, why don't you give them <laughs> some time?
0: no one gets no one gets time on this
3: i know i didn't
1: that is a really good question i feel like we should be better prepared no, you, you no, can't be prepared point. it's it's terrible
2: uh, i'll stick to the music industry side i'll say like Kanye west jay-z or maybe pack. i don't know <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: You know what? I'll say Russell Brand because I feel like it'd be really intellectual. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd... I'd invite Kanye West because my husband loves
4: oh.
1: him, I feel like I co- couldn't get away. With on the
0: body. table.
1: <laughs> and then I'd invite Phil. Oh. Say
0: Phil's already there. Pick someone else. Say Phil's already there. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> You're um... stuck with him for life.
1: Oh, Alex. I am stuck with him for life.
0: Um... Forever
1: and a day. <laughs> that is true. Um, what else would I? Maybe Lana Del Rey because she can sing us a song. That is a good choice. Yeah. Okay. That's
5: me. Now my question to you three because this is a new question. Let's start. With oh, not me.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> if you if you had the world's attention for thirty seconds, what would you say? Do you know what? Mm.
3: I'd probably mess it up anyway because
5: I just up, <laughs> did
3: crap. <laughs> so I I don't know. I guess. I would just pass on the message of I hope everyone's being kind to each other and that they're <laughs> staying at home. Stay at home.
5: <laughs> stay at home. Protect the NHS. Save yeah. Lives. Peace
3: out. That is exactly I mean, what I do. my not, right. not the I'd say, my G's, listen up. Stay inside. <laughs> stay safe. Stay at home.
4: Buenas and then, noches. Exactly. Exactly.
3: I say, buenas noches. Adios. Ciao. Adiós. <laughs> and they'd be like, all right. Bye. Easy, done.
5: Uma what would you say?
2: Uh, if I had 30 seconds to what was the question? Address the world. Address the world. Some governments are corrupt out here and <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> that keep your ears bad. open, you know, like Yeah. Let's pay attention Root. to what's going on in the world. Indeed. What I would say. What would you I
1: say? would say um enjoy this sort of time slow paced life because we may never get this time again to lead such a life and just enjoy the moment um, and yeah because it will make you appreciate those times where you can get up and go and you can hug you, hug your loved ones or your elderly relatives you don't necessarily live with, it will make you more appreciative of that time hopefully.
5: and for some reason I've got a question <laughs> for Rohit <here>. oh okay
3: <laughs> okay
5: Rohit if you could disinvent one
3: Ooh, thing, oh, this good.
0: Social media, hands down. Not
3: really? Then we wouldn't be having or this we,
4: conversation. We love over here. Instagram. Are we <laughs> Nah. So, Instagram.
0: Good, goodbye, social media. Edifit for the light.
4: <laughs> goodbye, everybody.
3: No, no, choose, mm. choose something other than social media. Like, I don't believe that. I would. You would really get rid of Instagram, Facebook. <laughs>
0: pineapple on pizza <laughs> 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 we're not starting that Dave, because pineapple that is pineapple on pizza and we're just going to leave it there at was that
1: there's such a funny meme that i kept seeing when we were away yeah. that um you know when all the all the news spread about panning buyers it was like there was an aisle of the frozen oh, food yeah. section there was like even in even in a pandemic epidemic no, yeah, one, to buy your no one wants pineapple. It was so funny. Yeah, hang on pineapple I actually, I actually
0: pineapple like belongs pineapple. on pizza. It does. That's hold. all. I think. Yeah, I actually
1: really oh. like it. I think it's a great invention. I've
3: got to disagree guys. If, if there was one thing I could, you know, uninvent, it would be pineapple pizza. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I think if I could disinvent I just me. don't agree with it. <laughs> it's
4: it's bad, it's <laughs> bad. Yeah, I think pineapple, pineapple pizza is a bit Yeah, sketchy, I always have no.
3: the same thing with pizza. Like I, I don't even like pizza that much really. So like <laughs> I have just like a pepperoni, or I have like chicken, like barbecue sauce. I like that. Just all the bad stuff. Pineapple fruit is coming you know, off my plate. You know,
5: you know what? When when this whole quarantine shizzle is like done and dusted, I'll suggest one better. We'll host the podcast at my yard, and I've got a pizza oven, and I'll cook it. it that,
3: is that a <laughs> promise?
2: Yeah,
5: that's, that's an absolute promise, especially when it's hot out.
3: I will not yeah. be complaining. Free pizza at Phil's house.
5: <laughs> <laughs> bring, br- bring the party. Yeah. Um, we'll
3: bring the uh, little bits of ginger shots. we okay. <laughs> shot. bring, we'll bring the, the ginger, ginger shots. shots yeah. so we can get that going as well. cool.
5: Okay, and uh, for some reason I've got one more question for Rohit.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> interviewing the host. Interviewing the host, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, Rohit, if you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be?
4: Ooh.
1: Oh. I've got one. Okay. The Sopranos. Okay. Because they uh. eat pizza, pasta Ooh. all day, and I could live with that. Oh, dear, oh, day, And they're hilarious.
0: I'm going to go the West from The Flash, if that counts. Does that count? Well,
1: yeah.
5: Wait, the, the Flash, as in. Um...
0: The, the
5: Marvel, the DC? DC. TV series Yeah. No, 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 a sitcom. That's oh, not a
1: sitcom. You said TV
0: show first. You said TV show first.
1: You
2: did say TV show first. No,
0: here we want to see you oh. on Love <laughs> Island. <this> <laughs>
1: 2021,
3: Love Island.
5: Yeah. No, it says if you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, what would it oh, be? Okay. Um... Come
4: on, I know this one straight
0: away for me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of sitcoms, so? How you know? oh, I road
5: up to the house
4: around Oh, Can it be a
3: family or can it just be a series? Uh, no, because because if it's a series, like Brooklyn
0: 999. Yeah. It's Brooklyn
3: 99 oh, not 999. Sorry, <laughs> Um, no, I'd love to be a part of the police, like, the police force there or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, honestly, the 9-9. The 9-9, that would be, That it's just my kind of humour, that would just be me. I'd love to be in that kind of, like, group. But other than family, I don't really, I don't really watch too much TV, I think. So, I wouldn't really know too many families. <laughs> I
5: don't well, really know. Yeah, what, what, what are we watching on TV these days, um... There's not really that much.
1: We're watching that trip around the world.
5: We're watching, yeah, we're watching um, race around race the world. Around the world okay. Yeah,
1: it's such a good show, we recommend it.
5: Basically, it's, it's, it's on BBC. It's two there's two seasons so far, it's on BBC. Basically, um, the first season, there's five pairs mm-hmm. of couples,
4: mm-hmm. Boys, pair, five, five yeah, five
5: couples. Um, they've got to get from London all the way to oh, they're not Singapore. doing that now,
3: are they? No no
5: (laughs) 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 Can you imagine if they did that as a series? Can you imagine if they did that as a series now? Like yeah, you have to get from here to the other side of the world. These borders are shut. Um these airplanes don't work. And essentially they're given a budget. I think the the budget would be the cost of the flight. And uh, they have to make their way from London to Singapore by road, train, Mm -hmm. boat. Yeah. Uh, but they can't obviously fly, and they're not allowed mobile phones on them. So, but they can ask other people for help,
1: and they can make money along the way by yeah. picking up some extra work. Yeah, like they, they
5: can pick up extra work yeah. on the way. So that's that's a pretty cool concept. It's so
1: wow. amazing. You get to see some parts of the world that you never I remember when they're going through uh, Siberia. Yeah, yeah, it's was amazing, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I
5: personally love travel
1: documentaries. Oh, uh, Simon yeah. Walsh,
0: Simon Wilson on YouTube is the one to watch. Simon who? Simon Wilson. His travel videos are amazing.
3: I, I was going to suggest I'll, I'll an, an idiot it. abroad.
1: Oh yeah, you love it? It?
3: have you seen the one about okay. death? Like
1: it's... no, I haven't watched any I recent ones. I but think Carl he's Pilden called Pilden the moaning it's Lies.
3: Just he's so he's so good because he's just so... he's so, so silly. Like it's almost stupid humor. And yeah, you just kind of want to shake his hand. Yeah, though, he's like the area. one he's got, I think it's called The Moaning Life, and he just goes around the world kind of researching about how different cultures deal with death. And mm-hmm. it's so like raw, but at the same time, it's got that touch on it that you don't feel like you're sat there, like this is depressing. It kind of gives a lighter, uh, like view on all of it. And oh, I love Carl P- yeah. Ping- Pilkington? Is that what Pilkington, yeah, yeah. yeah. He-, he is an absolute like (laughs) what's the word to call him g he's an absolute (laughs) g carl is a g what else are we watching at
1: the
3: moment i'm not watching anything really Uh, this is new.
1: yeah that's kind of
0: it we're playing games they want because i've (laughs) got
3: i've got resident evil coming out in a few days
5: yeah i
3: absolutely love resident evil if you want
5: Resident Evil was not it's my, my favourite favorite game Resident as well. Resident Evil Two on
3: PS1 yes. with Leon. Yeah, I remember that. You know. <laughs> if you want to yeah, yeah. do like a whole podcast on Resident Evil, I am literally the <laughs> person to do. do I game love game. it.
5: We, we 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 can do one on oh, gaming for, for sure. like, have,
3: Well, I'm not. I'm not like so um, informed in all of the games, but the ones like survival horror, like Resident Evil. Um, That's kind of my forte. I love that kind of survival horror stuff.
5: My favourite games on the PS1, PS2, Resident Evil, Metal Gear Solid. See, Metal
3: Gear, I've I've heard of it, but I haven't played it.
5: You haven't lived, I'm afraid. You know, I've got
3: a very (laughs) specific taste. And if it's survival horror, then if it's action horror, it's a bit... That's why with the Resident Evil series, don't want to get too into it. But like 5 and 6 just killed the series.
5: As in, you mean it? it didn't do it very killed well. Killed the, the whole
3: vibe of the series. It's too action-y. Four was getting there, but five and six just killed the whole series.
5: Yeah, two two had the perfect blend of solving yeah. and puzzles. I and, enjoyed and three,
3: kind of to be, be fair. Um,
5: and uh, honestly, th- th- there were some times where you know where you have to yeah. open a door to get to another room. I would literally close <laughs> my eyes.
3: <laughs> it's that, that whole tension, like it was. It's created the very foundation of kind of the the horror genres today was all based on basically what resident evil was and it was such a standout game for its time like, i think it came out in 1996
5: the first one Absolutely, mm-hmm. I, but i think you know like you know like things like just in general you know you know how people talk maybe umar can relate to this as well like you know you have cameras that are built nowadays a lot of people say you know they're not built as if like they were built yeah, yeah. days or, or they're not built to last. Or, you know, like, everyone knows that the Nokia 3210 was a workhorse. <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know, <laughs> you, you, could, you could use that. You could you literally use that as a brick within the foundations <laughs> of your house. Um, but, like, it's the same with, like, gaming as well. There are games that were made in, you know, the mid nineties that could never be trumped.
4: Uh, yeah, by definitely. the games
5: made today because I feel the games made today are just like, you know, they can make them as quick as possible turn around to make a quick Yeah, mic. like, defi-
2: um, no, I think you were mentioning uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, there was a lot of drama behind that uh, where Konami didn't want the, the guy that created Metal Gear to go certain directions and he ended up leaving and losing the rights pretty much to the title and it, the games exactly. like do, declined do you know who blame for this? in like sales and Do you know who I blame uh, for this? Who, Senior managers in companies that
5: don't know what oh, they're, they're doing, or talking about. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, because have you have you guys seen that film Ford versus no. Ferrari? No,
3: is it something okay. to do with um? Oh, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> 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 was
5: so okay, ba- ba- base, ba- so, 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 <laughs> so ba- basically, in the in the film, um, one of the guys, because uh, the film is based on a race that happens in France. Oh, okay, Le Mans. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's a 24-hour race, so it's racing for 24 hours consecutively. Um, this guy was in the lead, and uh, the cars that were going to finish in a top three position were all mm-hmm. from Ford. Um, this is in 1966. Anyway, one of the um, senior managers within the company, Ford, made a suggestion to the boss, Henry Ford II. He said, wouldn't it be amazing if all three cars finished on this, or, or, at the finish line yeah. at the exact same time? and uh, he told the pit crew to give the drivers that order and it obviously made the guy in first place you know he wanted he wanted the glory of finishing mm-hmm. first um but because he agreed they all finished at the same time um but he didn't win the race overall it it was the other driver because he caught mm-hmm. up on the laps it was, it was some sort of technicality but it's you know it's decision making like that from senior managers that like, fuck oh, yeah, out. definitely um... But but what my point was that it's, it's decisions like that 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 you know go through different industries and you know mess everything up. It's like this Resident Evil thing. If they stuck to their core roots yeah. of you know my my, fa- my favorite Resident Evil is Resident Evil Two. Am I the only um, one who's never played Resident right here, Evil? Then you
3: need to- yes, yeah,
0: pretty
3: much. <laughs> even have pl- I've played mostly all of them, and come on, right here you should play them.
0: Have you guys played until see, Dawn? Yeah
3: i so to- similar. I think again. Dev recommended it to me. He said it would be similar. Um, I like it. Oh,
0: it's so. But like
3: good. the thing, the thing it's about good. like Resident Evil, what you were saying, Bill, is like I, I get. It's gone from like its horror roots and how it's meant to be. It's completely been distorted into this more kind of like COD action um, kind of vibe. They're trying to blend the two genres, and they're not meant to be blended like that. They're
4: exactly, the horror yeah, element, like yeah.
3: Resident Evil One. The remake version was absolutely bop because they just they added new bits and they made it exactly what it was meant to be, like suspense, horror. They didn't make it too action. It was great. But I feel like almost with the Resident Evil 2 remake, although I, I loved it, I think they've, they've catered again too much for the action. It was too actiony.
5: Yeah, see, they, they try to expand and um, make the market exactly, a little bit bigger. that because things uh, like, unfortunately,
3: things like all oh, the people that are listening, COD, Rohit. Oh,
4: love I mean, a bit COD. of COD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Spending <the> time with <laughs> the, the gulags. But that
3: is not why, you know, hardcore fans, really devoted fans, buy that stuff. We want the suspense, the thing that's going to make us crap ourselves as we're watching. Like, it's going to make me sit in bed, like, oh my God, what the hell am I playing? <laughs> No, oh, just shot that like Johnny so, over did, there, whatever he is.
4: Like,
5: no. So, did you did did you enjoy Silent Hill? I never
3: played Silent Hill. I never played it. Uh, yeah,
5: I think if you if you like the old school Resident Evil, Silent Hill is
2: definitely. Yeah, they, right. they were meant to release like a uh, Silent Hill, like not longer. I think a few years back, like made by the guy who made uh, Metal Gear, but same thing happened. They fell out with uh, the guy. That directs and managed the project Project and they cancelled Silent Hill. Like for a new game.
4: Yeah.
5: And then the the other game for PS1 or 2 I remember was Fear. F-E-A-R. That was very, very scary. For yeah, it rings a bell. You know, like, you know, you know when like, you're a grown adult but you can't have the lights off? <laughs> 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 Honestly, it's one of those games.
0: Yeah, so um, we will end it there. So obviously, today's been a very sporadic podcast. Obviously, talking about innovation and isolation in general,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and then talking about gaming as well. Somehow, but um, this one obviously, this one obviously didn't have as much of a structure as they usually do because it was very random. We've got, we've got more people than usual, and um, I hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, special thanks to obviously Kirsty, for... Uh, Indy and Sook. So, if you go check out their various <laughs> platforms, visuals by Hussein, Hunjan's Elite Football Club. Um, Indy, do you want to shout anything out?
1: No, I'm just a boring lawyer, <laughs> but um, <laughs> otherwise, just what did you want to shout out? out my boy Kirsten?
0: Dev,
3: he's goes his Twitch account, it's uh, twitch.tv/slash um, mcc. Uh, underscore dev I think it is so if you can go check him out and give him a few views I'm also on there so just give him support from our, for our boy Rohit that's all from me
0: and um, yeah hope you enjoyed obviously please listen to what Boris says good old Bojo listen to what he says he said stay indoors no, so, stay, so stay, indoors, stay indoors enjoy the process and
3: don't um, shake quicker you stay
0: indoors. <laughs> 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 I think he liked his lesson
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. You know, you know, we we were watching like YouTube videos of Boris. Like, I think it was Boris and <laughs> oh yeah, bleepers. Yeah. Like the guy is such a he's running that country. Feel there us have to be a respect
3: for <laughs> <laughs> have
5: Some respect, oh. Bojo. But, but I, I remember there's one really funny interview. But oh, you're going uh, on a
0: like, tangent like, again.
4: <laughs> I know, but it's Stop. so funny. Just... We
0: are going. We are going to end it there. So we will see you. This one's probably going to be up. This one's probably going to be up in a couple of days oh, you know, really? as a bit more. Wait two
3: weeks. See.
0: Yeah, and, but um,
5: Rohit's R- R- up in the uh, the production game. Here.
0: Innovation isolation.
3: Innovation isolation.
0: <laughs> right, we'll catch you guys in a bit.
4: Right, Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Ta-da. Stay in.